Oh, yeah. Every day, right around this time, first hour of the show, towards the end of it, we go off the board. Alongside Jim Rodriguez, I am Chris Mack. In for Ed, Joe, and Aaron this week on BetQL Daily, which you are listening to live coast-to-coast on the BetQL Network or wherever you may be in the world on your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. If you don't have it yet, download it today. And literally, wherever you're going this summer or any season of the year, any time of the year, you can take BetQL with you, of course, betql.com has all your five-star plays, especially once we get the second half of the ball season fired up. And, well, you know, you can watch the show on Twitch as well, twitch.tv slash betql. Uh, J-Rod, we've got serious stuff as it relates to the NFC playoff picture. Kate Constable and I were talking about yesterday while you were traveling up there to Chi-Town from sunny South Florida. Alvin Kamara pleads no contest uh, to a misdemeanor charge of breach of peace for that altercation at a Las Vegas nightclub. Uh, He'll have to do community service and pay $100,000 to the victim for medical bills. This all coming via the reporting of Kyle Payne at 8 News Now in Las Vegas. Um, This will now inevitably, I would think, lead to a suspension of some sort, which, look, I hate to be crass and, and uncouth about it, but that is what will go a long way in determining what the Saints offense looks like, I think, for the first few weeks. You're talking about a quarterback who's new to the system uh, or at least new to the organization. You're talking about an RB1. You're you're starting running back who may not be available for how many weeks of the start of that season. Um, First and foremost, uh, you're disappointed that Alvin Kamara was a part of this situation as a Saints fan, but you're also wondering now, man, we, we brought in this quarterback. We thought maybe the running back would help smooth that transition to the new quarterback. What's it going to mean for our offense? Yeah, I mean, I think all of a sudden the Saints have come back to the pack a little bit. So, so the question mm-hmm. becomes, how many games is Alvin Kamara going to get? It's not if he will be suspended, but when and how oh, much. Yeah. So usually these things usually are about at least four games. That's, that's kind of been the M.O., yeah. of Roger Goodell. Uh, it's about four games for this sort of mischief. Um, and if you're the, if you're the Saints, if, first of all, if you're, if you're Derek Carr, you're like, well, great. I, I love to throw the ball. Um, and, and Kamara, while it hasn't shown in terms of touchdowns, he only had two touchdowns last year, uh, he, he, he did rush for almost 900 yards. So he's still a serviceable guy. Um, and it definitely does, you know, it, it opens up the passing game by having the threat of Alvin Kamara. So if he's not going to be there for at least four games, can, can Carolina, can the Bucks, can the Falcons make hay in that time. I think Alvin Kamara could miss half the season and it won't affect the Saints. Saints are winning that division just because I don't think anybody in that division is any damn good. Um, I think Carolina will be good, just not next year. Uh, Atlanta may may be the team that if all of a sudden the Saints do trip and fall, Atlanta could could sneak in there because they they have that sneaky good talent. But it's the Saints to lose with or without Alvin Kamara. Yeah, if, if we look at the schedule, you know, look, this is anytime you look at a, a South Division schedule from either conference this year, you go, <laughs> right? That's how that team's going to end up with nine wins. Um, but that's the case with the Saints, too. I mean, the first four weeks, if he were to miss the first four weeks, okay, we're talking the home opener against the Titans, uh, then on the road at Carolina, which to your point, if Carolina can figure some things out early, maybe they're the little bit of competition in that division, but then up to Green Bay 
and back home to face the Buccaneers, who are going to be awful this year. Um, so there's at least two and two there, right? At right. least, if not three and one. And then you move out to games five and six, because you mentioned it could be six games, could be eight games, depending how stern they want to be with Alvin Kamara. And I, I don't think anybody would argue any of those levels of suspension, just mm-hmm. to be clear. Um, mm-hmm. Games five and six are then at New England and at Houston. That's at least one win, if not two, to be honest. And then weeks, uh, games seven and eight, I should say, are um, at home against Jacksonville. We'll chalk that up as an L either way. Jacksonville improving rapidly uh, under Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence's growth. And then they go to Indy. And by that point, we're probably talking about Anthony Richardson under center, a rookie quarterback for the Colts. I mean, it's not hard to see the Saints finding their way to five and three, even without Camara. Right. And five and three is good enough to, to be leading that Absolutely. division at that point. Absolutely. And, and here is, you know, you always, and to your point, you listen, no one's condoning this. It, he gets what he deserves in, in Alvin Kamara's case. But if you're the Saints, you're kind of looking at, all right, let's say he gets eight games. I don't think he'll get that much. But even if he gets four, then we got four less tackles four less games full of tackles and, 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 and crashes that Alvin Kamara has to go through. So we may have a fresher running back than everybody else come the end of the season, come the playoffs. So if anything, maybe this in some weird way helps New Orleans uh, to even have a fresher Kamara come playoff time in a weak division. Yeah. Again, I I don't know how this affects to me. It does it doesn't affect anything. You know, if now if you tell me he he's suspended for the year, okay, that that okay. changes yeah. everything. Yeah. But they're winning this division with or without him, whether he misses four, eight, six, eight, they're winning this division. It's just a matter now, can they get to nine, ten wins? And I think they can, especially with that schedule. Yeah. Again, those South Division schedules this year with the two divisions playing each other, it's just it's so soft uh Mm -hmm. and the nfc south has the afc east it's like my gosh um uh so it'll be interesting to see how the the saints adjust to that once the league makes their decision sean casey takes the yankees hitting coach job the yankees since aaron judge left the lineup with that foot injury in la a little over a month ago have had the worst batting average and worst on worst on base percentage in baseball they have scored i believe the second or third fewest runs in baseball as well over that time frame. So they go out and they find someone and they pluck someone from the broadcast booth or from the broadcast industry again, as Case has been working at MLB Network for years now. Um, And he was teammates conveniently enough with Aaron Boone years ago in Cincinnati as well. I believe they were together for six, seven, maybe even eight years in Cincinnati. So they know each other very well. Sean Casey knows everybody very well. It's why they call him the mayor. His Twitter handle is the mayor's office. And especially he's a Pittsburgh guy like me. And he is one of those guys who it flies under the radar, but does so much good in the community for Casey's Clubhouse and the miracle field of the South Hills here in Pittsburgh, where kids with disabilities are able to get out there and actually play the game. I just wanted to give him uh, a round of applause for that because he continues to stay involved with it, whether he's back and forth between Cincinnati and Pittsburgh or Jersey for MLB Network. And now he'll be in the Bronx with the Yankees. Paul, I mean, you've you've worked with Sean before um he is he's a gem he's one of those people who can tell a story and you don't care how long it goes for (laughs) just because he's that entertaining 
And we've got one of those stories. So he was a guest on uh, Odyssey podcast I was working on last year, Unwritten, uh, with Ron Darling yeah. and Jimmy Rollins. Find on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. But a lot of uh, great baseball stories, uh, a lot of great guests. But Casey was early in the process, and one of it was uh, gamesmanship was the title of the episode. So as a first baseman, always chatting up the opposition. Um, so this was a story from Casey about early in his career and just his kind of uh, how he one opportunity he had without kind of knowing it, but it's one of those stories that we talked about. Um, so let's hear from case. Well, my, my third week in the big leagues, I was just so excited to be there. And I was, I wasn't doing like, I just come back from an injury. I was hitting like a buck 70. I'm like, I'm going to be out of here soon. I was like, I got to get as many conversations in as possible. I was asking guys to sign balls. Hey bro, can you send a ball over to me? Thanks a lot. Cause you know, I may never be back here again. I'm scared to death. So this one time, we're in Cincy, and, and Henry Rodriguez, you know, O. Henry's just raking oh, yeah. at the time, 98, bomb after bomb. And you know they did that thing in, in Montreal. Whenever he would homer, they'd throw O. Henry balls on the That's bars right. onto yeah. the field, you know, that candy bar. And I'm like, oh. So, you know, Henry Rodriguez leads off the inning, bam, hits a rocket, you know, right field, boom. Well, Ron Valone's on the mound, who's a lefty. And I don't. I just got to the big league, so I don't know Ron. I don't know his move. I don't know anything. So Henry gets on first base, and I'm like, hey, man. Big fan, dude. You can only see me. Twenty-three-year-old Sean Casey, big fan of yours, bro. Freaking, you. I love your swing, and I love in Montreal. So now he, he's got his lead, and I'm I'm talking to him like big fan of yours, bro. Love it in Montreal when you go deep when they throw those O. Henry balls bars on the field. And right when I say that, he turns to me and he's like, "Thanks a lot, man." Right when he turns, Ron Ballone freaking step off pick. I catch the ball as he's saying thank you. I'm like, bro, I am so sorry. I'm like, I, I, there's no bad, bad intentions here. I, I just got here. I'm probably going to get sent down tomorrow, but you're out. My bad. You know, I didn't wow. him out. And he walked off, looked at me like, well, you know, what a jerk. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> that is classic Sean Casey you're right Paul that is that is him he is shot out of a cannon 24 hours a day seven days a week I don't know what's in the water here in Pittsburgh that we produce people like both Sean Casey and Pat McAfee but there is definitely something in the water from all the steel mills over the years that creates this frenetic kind of energy that's always coming at you and telling stories at a million miles an hour and um, we wish Sean Casey the best of luck as a person but also the, the actual baseball part of this conversation, J-Rod, is the Yankees desperately need somebody to help them turn the offense around while Judge is recovering. And you know what? It, it, it's it's going to sound crazy, but I think what the, the most important thing that Sean will bring, and obviously the, the knowledge and being able to teach and relate to players is just that. I mean, I don't see a lot of smiles in, in the Yankee dugout. I don't see a lot. And I, I'm, not in the, I'm not in the locker room, but it almost feels like they're not having a lot of fun out there, right? And I think Casey yeah. will bring some sunshine to the Bronx. Like guys will be having fun. Guys will be laughing. Guys will be – and I think that's part of it, too. Because, I mean, listen, we all know it's a physical game, but it's a mental game. And I think Casey may just – being the mayor, being a guy who, who can sort of bring some humor into some situation, that may help just as much as, you know, putting your hands back or, or, or get rid of the hitch in your swing right. or don't do the toe tap. All the technical stuff, just, just relaxing and having some fun could be, could be all the difference in the world for the Yankees as well. 
That's that's a great call too. A team with such high expectations all the time. The fan base always wants more out of them, justifiably so. They're the Yankees. They spend a ton of money. They got superstars littering the roster. So yeah, I get why Yankee fans always want more and why there's such a a high level of tension around the expectations in the Bronx. But you need somebody in the clubhouse, and if they don't have that guy actually on the roster right now, a bunch of serious dudes who are always high strung like Donaldson and Cole and. Well, let, let's get let's get Case in here. He'll loosen things up and maybe yeah. teach you guys a few things about punching the ball the other way while we're at it. Uh, it is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our BetQL teammate, the host of Send It In, as well as Sunday's bets. we got a lot to talk about. College football, golf, and his thoughts about MLB at the break. With P.J. Glasser next on BetQL Daily.